Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. Today we're in Acts 14 and before we get started, let's open with a word of prayer. Father God, I come before you seeking your will and your mercies. I just pray, Father, for you to be honored and glorified, that you'd be the one that would speak to us today, that your words would be what we hear, that your spirit would fellowship with ours, and that we would understand you more deeply. I pray, Father, for you to be with us as we hear and as we read. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Hey, so today we're in uh, Acts 14, and just to set the the tone or the, the, the stage, Paul and Barnabas are going to face a lot of trials, and yet they overcome because God doesn't give us too much and more than we can handle. And so it's really, to me, what hits home is I sit and lament and feel bad about certain challenges that I'm facing, but I wonder how well I would handle the challenges that Paul and Barnabas went through. Mine don't usually involve the loss of my life or potential loss of my life. Instead, they're usually, you know, emotional, if anything, or potentially, you know, there's physical uh, pain or danger or loss that's available um, sometimes, but not like this. But what I keep coming back to in my heart and my head is that God doesn't give us more than we can handle. So with that, let's just go ahead and uh, get into chapter 14. At Iconium, <clears throat> Paul and Barnabas went as usual into the Jewish synagogue. There they spoke so effectively that a great number of Jews and Greeks believed. But the Jews who refused to believe stirred up the other Gentiles and poisoned their minds against the brothers. So Paul and Barnabas spent considerable time there speaking boldly for the Lord, who confirmed the message of his grace by enabling them to, do, to perform signs and wonders. The people of the city were divided. Some sided with the Jews, others with the apostles. There was a plot afoot among both Gentiles and Jews, to, together with their leaders, to mistreat them and stone them. But they found out about it and fled to the, the Lyconium cities of Lystra and Derbe and to the surrounding country, where they continued to preach the gospel. To set the stage on this, they're fleeing to the countrysides and to basically an area, to two cities that don't know God. They don't even have Jews in it. The Jews will eventually come from the other cities to impact and speak against the disciples, but they weren't even there. So it's one of those things that they're in the countryside, they walk, they're speaking and they're getting crowds like they always do. So verse eight, in Lystra, there sat a man who was lame. He had been that way from birth and had never walked. He listened to Paul as he was speaking. Paul looked directly at him, saw that he had had faith to be healed, and called out, Stand up on your feet. At that, the man jumped, jumped up and walked. So in the, the city of Lystra, there was a legend, and it's still it's documented in some of their, their the writings there, um, that Zeus and Hermes, who's Mercury, had come down and, and stayed in that city, performing miracles. So here's Paul and Barnabas performing a miracle, coming down out of the countryside 
with crowds, speaking to crowds, and then performs a miracle. When the crowd saw that Paul, what Paul had done, they shouted in the Laconian language, the gods have come down to us in human form. Barnabas they called Zeus, and Peter, or I mean, and Paul they called Hermes, because he was the chief, of, the chief speaker. The priest of Zeus, whose temple was just outside the city, brought bowls and wreaths to the city gates, because he and the crowd wanted to offer sacrifices to them. But when the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard, heard of this, they tore their clothes and rushed out into the crowd, shouting, Friends, why are you doing this? We too are only human, like you. We are bringing you good news, telling you to turn from the, these worthless things to the living God, who made the heavens and the earth and the sea and everything in them. In the past he let all nations go their own way, yet he has not left, left himself without testimony. He has shown kindness by giving you rain from heaven and crops in their seasons. He provides you with plenty of food and fills your hearts with joy. Even with these words, they had difficulty keeping the crowd from sacrificing to them. Then some Jews came from Antioch and Iconium and won the crowd over. They stoned Paul and dragged him outside the city, thinking he was dead. But after the disciples had gathered around him, he got up and went back into the city. (laughs) That's some courage. That's some, that's some serious um, toughness. The next day, he and Barnabas left for Derby. <clears throat> Verse 21. They preached the gospel in that city and won a large number of disciples. Then they returned to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch, strengthening the disciples and encouraging them to re- remain true to the faith. We must go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God, they said. Paul and Barnabas appointed elders for them in each church and with prayer and fasting committed them to the Lord in whom they had put their trust. After going through Pisidia, they came into Pamphylia and when they had preached the word in Perga, they went down to Italia. From Italia, they sailed back to Antioch where they had been committed to the grace of God for the work they had now completed. On arriving there, they gathered the church together and reported all the good all that God had done through them, and how he had opened a door of faith to the Gentiles. And they stayed there a long time with the disciples. So quite the journey that they went on, facing tremendous hardship, and yet they completed their act, because God doesn't give you more than you can handle. And so if you're struggling today, if you have challenges that you're facing, just remember that he takes care of you and he gives you the strength as you walk through the through your your challenges and your journey with him. He'll help you complete it. He won't give you more than you can handle. Also think about if you're one of if you're like me, why can why would God use me? Who am I? I'm I'm worthless. I'm you know, I, I'm not a speaker. I'm not this or that. Just remember who Paul is. Paul was a murderer of Christians. He persecuted just like those Jews who went from Antioch and Iconium to Lystra to you know, turn the crowds against Paul and Barnabas, he was that guy. He was that person who stoned Stephen. He he was try, he was persecuting the Jews, I mean the Christians in in Jerusalem. And then when he didn't find enough people there to do it, he was trying to get orders and authority to do it in Damascus. Paul 
was that guy. He was that Jew who chased the Christians and turned crowds against them. So if God can use him, he can use anyone. And that gives me great comfort and hope. So not only will he not give us more than we can handle, he'll strengthen us and help us through it. But he can use any of us to do and achieve great things. So with that, I'm just going to close with a word of prayer. Father, I thank you. I thank you that you can take anyone and use them to bring you glory and to do great things. I thank you that you're, you're with us as we go through struggles and trials. I thank you that you love us and you know each and every one of us. You know that hairs on our head, our addresses, our heartache, our strengths, our weaknesses. So, Father, I just pray and I lift up this time. I lift up these, te- these people, these friends, and I just pray that you'd be with them, hold them close. I pray you continue to talk to us and fill us. Fill our spirits because we are spiritual. We are spiritual beings in a human form. And I just pray that you would walk with our spirit, you'd fill our spirit, and that your Holy Spirit would just guide us and be with us all day, every day. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I hope you have a fabulous day.